All right, welcome to another episode of the Lost Arguments podcast. Today is July 25th, 2022. My name is Cyrus, and I'll be your host. And uh, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kiyoma. Kiyoma, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well. Pretty good. Excited to talk about the recent patch. Absolutely. And there, there's a lot to go over here. Uh, we are, uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's about four, four days post patch. One, two, yeah, we're four days post patch. So this was the uh, the second uh, summer event patch. Uh, included a whole bunch of stuff, um, and we can just kind of get straight into it. Um, the first thing is going to be, have you tried the new Arcanist class, and how do you feel about it? <laughs> I have not. I've watched. Some content creators play it. I watched Sneaky play it. Um, if you know who Sneaky is, no, I'm not C9 familiar C9. with him now. Cloud Nine, Cloud Nine from League. No, okay. Mm. He was playing it. It looks fun. It doesn't look like it does much damage, but maybe they're just not properly geared or something. But it does look fun. It just kind of look kind of boring. It doesn't. The animations are kind of. They just throw cards at stuff, and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's from what I saw. That's pretty much what happened. So damage-wise, there is one thing to comment. Um, I've heard uh, Sane Tone and a couple other of the other uh, Korean streamers say that Arcanist is the most expensive class in the entire game to play. So that might be another reason why damage appears to be a little bit low because um, I guess you kind of have to run both class engravings at the same time, which means like balancing out your character to like kind of maximize DPS is going to be really, really expensive. So that might be why you see uh, kind of lower numbers. But overall, it looks interesting. Like I said, I haven't touched it, so I can't really comment on it. It looks fine. Um, I don't know. I think it has some RNG in it because you have to like know what the cards do. Yeah, for so sure. So I don't know. For so. sure. Yeah, I kind of had a, a similar a similar uh, feeling about the class. I personally have absolutely no interest in the class. Um, I have no interest in uh, in Arcanist, and I also have no interest in Summoner at all. I just they just do nothing for me. I've seen both classes played previously. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad that there's more classes. I'm always going to celebrate when new classes are released because I know a lot of people are looking forward to those classes. And if it's their main, you know, like good for them, they have their main coming. I'm excited. But personally, I don't really have any interest in the class. Um, and we can kind of talk a, a little bit about um, kind of why I'm not interested in the class actually, as we get down into the, some of the other changes in the patch, including the honing stuff, but um, sure. I'll kind of, uh, let the cat out of the bag now. All my characters, I, I have six characters that are basically ready to go for raids. So at this point, it's like, since the, the gold cap is on six characters for doing raids, there's not really any incentive to create more characters once you've kind of built up your initial roster. And we can kind of talk about that for like future roadmap stuff, but it is going to be interesting as more classes get released, um, as more and more players fill out those those six character slots. It's like, kind of where do we go from here? You're going to kind of have to not play one of the classes that you've basically spent a lot of time gearing up on if you want to play a new class in raids i mean you can play extra classes in raids i guess but if you're not getting gold for those raids yeah the incentive is like more or less almost entirely gone for playing that character so when when you say raid ready are you talking about 1415 uh no 1370 i mean you can oh, do okay, array okay. Hard. you can do the first you can do argos right it's like the the stepping argos, stone okay. and the big thing about 1370 um, as a lot of people are finding out right now with the new patch is that you're going to want to, you know, buy those legendary accessories and try and get, you know, three by three engravings or even four by three engravings once you get to 1370. And that's really where like you, you feel a huge power spike for all characters. You don't really want to use the Fions before 1370 because it kind of feels yes. like a waste. But once you get to 1370, you're like, all right, now I'm experiencing the class for what it is. And you can make way more gold doing Argos and Areha uh, hard mode. So like the, the gold jump like feels significant. So yeah, but we'll, we can talk about that kind of in, in the future roadmap section. But for Arcanist specifically, yeah, not really interested myself. Um, I'm glad people are playing. I'm glad people love it, but it doesn't really do anything for me. I know one person from my friend group that's trying it out. So he says he says he likes it so far. So okay, um, I have seen a lot of people using the um, the power pass and the hyper express to take an arcanist all the way to 1370. We can talk about those things a little bit later, but it's good to see that they have something to to get some new players on the new class up to a place where they can kind of like kind of play the class comfortably at least because otherwise if that wasn't there like i know a lot of people feel for destroyer since there wasn't a a, a pass that launched yeah. them up if you didn't save that fate and pass that a lot of people just passed over destroyer entirely 
again, we'll get to that a little bit later. I'll give uh, some updated feelings on Destroyer, but uh, people are missing out on, on a good class. Let's just say that much. <laughs> All right, the next thing uh, that was kind of a, another major sort of selling point of this patch was the introduction of our first Inferno mode. Yes, Hell Mode Vaulton has arrived on the NA Global uh, client. And what do you think, man? What are your thoughts so far? I unfortunately have not touched it. Um, I've never, I haven't seen anyone stream it either, so it's weird. Um, I just haven't had time because of the honing buffs. I've been just getting my ults to 1370 yeah. and beyond. Uh, yeah. Just basically just farming ults and doing my main. I haven't touched it yet. I do want to touch it, but it's gonna be tough to find a group for it. I haven't. Is there like a party finder thing for it? Because I didn't see any. So there is a party finder thing for it. Um, but I've actually found I found out that uh, Saint Tone actually I guess started or his community started a Hell Mode Discord specifically for for people trying to find parties to do Hell Modes. So I think that's a good thing. That's probably what I'll do. Um, I unfortunately ran into kind of the same problem you did. It's only been four days since the patch, and I turns out I kind of had a busy weekend, so I have not been able to sit down and do Hell Mode yet. I'm I've been looking forward to it since the game launched and even before launch. So I'm kind of bummed that i haven't got to try it yet but it's definitely something that i'm interested in it's definitely something i'm looking forward to um i have kind of heard a little bit of feedback from some players um on hell mode and that feedback has been overwhelmingly positive so i guess the people that are doing it think it's absolutely amazing they love it they love progressing on it which makes me just even more excited to check it out um the one sort of comment that i did have though is they didn't make any changes for the consumables. So you do have to bring your own potions. You do have to bring your own battle items. And while Amazon has been incredibly generous up to this point, giving us just a crazy amount of potions and battle items. Yeah, you're going to run through those real quick when you start doing uh, Inferno mode and start progging on Inferno mode. So kind of a bummer that there's a big gold investment really to get going on it. But at least the rest of the gear and you know stuff is equalized so that you can kind of jump in. But um I don't know how bad that that gold hit is going to be, um, but you know I'll see. I guess when I when I jump into it and, and start giving it attempts. Yeah, uh, I'll get into it eventually. I've uh, just been like I said working on my ults. The new bounty yeah. buffs make sure make me want to like everything. Thirteen seventy. Oh, yeah, we will yeah. talk about that. Uh, that is definitely definitely an exciting thing. But yeah, I mean I I'm hoping that you and I will actually uh, run hell mode together and maybe do some prog on that. I think that'll be really fun. But yeah, definitely yeah. looking forward to it. Can't wait for it. All right, the next thing in the patch here is the Maharaka Festival and the Water Pop Arena. What did you? Uh, what are your thoughts so far on that? I know you've tried that at least. I thought it would be more fun. I'll be perfectly honest. I want the Jap I want the Korean server event. That looks a lot more fun than the one where what we got. We got an area that has no activities just for that one quest where you just go around doing the yeah. things with that guy, and then the and then the Super Soaker event in the middle, which is fine. But I did it once and I didn't do it again. Unfortunately, it was not a hit for me. I like I appreciate the events, the the rewards, the the exchange shop though. That was great, but yeah. the event itself was kind of boring. So I don't know how you and I have had absolutely identical experiences with the patch so far, but it seems like we've had identical experiences. I'm in the exact same boat. I was super excited that there was this whole island. Like I show up at the island. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to see all the things that I can do here. This is so cool. It's a whole island instead of just like this tiny little piece of an existing zone. So I hop in and it's like one quest chain. And I'm like, okay, when am I going to unlock all the cool stuff in here? And then there isn't anything at all. And I did the fire, the water fight thing one time and the rewards were lackluster for doing that event and it's only every two hours, two hours and i was yes. like this can't be all that it is really and i think that's all that it is so it is all that it is i was pretty disappointed um i will say props to to amazon for um for the rewards i thought that was really cool that they gave us another one of the uh, makoko boards um they gave us another one of the animal skins um, so pretty cool that they're throwing some of the cosmetic stuff into the rewards. I I'd like to see more of that as opposed to kind of previously it was all just like kind of honing stuff. And then a couple like, um, you know, card packs and, you know, stuff like that. But I, I like that they're throwing in some avatars, so some, um, 
some different wards like that. I think that's really cool. Um, and I'm just glad that I can collect the uh, event coins from doing Chaos Dungeons yeah. and Guardian Raids because that means I don't have that's to go out. back to that island and do that stupid event anymore. I was really disappointed. Um, I'm going to throw it back all the way to Naruni Racing. It's totally spoiled me for Lost Ark events because I thought they were all going to be kind of of that caliber. And mm -hmm. since then, that's been the best one. So I'm kind of like, are we going to ever gonna get another cool event? Or I, you know? I know the Korean server currently has like a, like a Fall Guys type of event, which looks super yeah, fun. Yeah, that looks super fun. That looks super fun. I don't know why didn't I didn't get, really get it. We didn't get that, but... Hopefully we'll get it next year, but it looks super fun. But yeah, totally lackluster. I was so excited for the event, the island. They Same. advertised it a lot, but then I know the, was the quest itself was boring, and then just kind of have to. That super shark event was like did it one time, like okay, that's interesting. I'm not gonna do it again. You get like two hundred yeah. things every two hours. If it was every hour. I might have done it more, but I, I would know. just rather I, do chaos dungeons than uh. I was just really surprised that there's nothing else to do on that island. I mean, surely there could have been. Um, some like Easter eggs to like figure out or like a couple other events to do there or like even quest chains or like even some stupid like uh, there's so many things that you can do. It seems it seems bizarre to me that they create that entire thing um, only to have one two hour event. It's not like people are like hanging out there. It's not like the music is super cool or anything. It's just kind of it's kind of meh. I, I just I'm, I'm a little disappointed in it so far. Me too. Okay, all right. The next thing in the patch is the Challenge Abyssal Dungeons. So, did you experience that yet? I have. They were they were very easy, of course, because even if you're over leveled or the or whatever, memorize the fights. The you still pretty much get over gear everything. Um, yeah. It was fun going back and doing dungeons I haven't done since the start of the game. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty fun. Uh, I haven't done any of those bosses in such a long time that it was like, oh yeah, what does this guy do again? And it was some hijinks occurred with my friend when I did it, so that was fun. Oh, that's cool. But and if they change it every week, I'll, I'll if they change it every week, I appreciate it. Just fun going back on doing stuff like that. See how the first few dungeons were like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting really, but it was pretty underwhelming. Um, I maybe the group that I had too was also too good, but we absolutely steamrolled the two dungeons it felt like in 10 minutes we were done and i was like wow that was so underwhelming um I, i'll be honest i was expecting maybe like new attacks from the bosses like a couple new attack patterns to have to learn and maybe have the the windows be a little tighter on some abilities or some some timings and stuff like that and i found that to just be completely not the case we just absolutely steamrolled it with the party that we had and mm -hmm. um all i could think was I'm so glad that this is the tier one abyssal dungeons and not the tier two abyssal dungeons. And I also thought, man, how much am I going to loathe going back and doing these tier two abyssal dungeons, which seem the, to be the exactly Brashaza the same. One? And... You think it's like the Brashaza ones? Oh, two, no, right? no, no. I'm thinking the uh, the underwater ones. I just like. Those are like, oh, you mean tier? Okay. Those yeah, are like yeah. the ninth ones. I'm talking about the, like the. Oh, you're talking fourth. about the Rohandel. Yeah, yeah. Rohandel one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those won't be so bad, and the Yorn ones won't be so bad. But man, once we get to those uh, the Phaeton ones, I'm just gonna be. Uh, I just I already know it's it's not gonna be a fun time. <laughs> Is it gonna be eight? Yeah, probably. No, I think. I think. Oh, maybe two. it's only four mans, which means they wouldn't include the Phaeton uh, yeah. ones. Which I mean, that would just be that would be way better. I I'm definitely down for that. Mm -hmm. I will say, the one thing that I really liked is I love that the rewards are card focused. Um, the, the card system in this game, frankly, totally sucks. I mean, it's, it's yeah. terrible. Um, and yeah, it's total, it's all RNG and we're, it takes so much to get like that, that 30 light of salvation, um, card set and any amount of help that we're going to get to get us there uh, sooner. I I'm just, I'm all about, um, I love that the they're one of the possible rewards is a selectable card pack and I love that it goes into like the loot lottery, you know? So if you if you get lucky and you like have a mega whale in your party and like yeah. that selectable card pack comes up, you can just like jack the price up and like make a bunch of gold out of it. It's stupid, but it's fun that it's there. I think it's cool. But yeah, I just I really like that the focus is sort of like cards and like helping us getting our our, you know, card 
decks or whatever you want to call it up to uh, yeah. up to speed a little bit quicker i just i think that's a good call for for the rewards especially after the uh, the challenge guardians were so many like honing mats um i was like well i'm kind of hoping that it's not just a bunch of honing mats again because we already have that and i'd like to see um, i talked in the last podcast about how i kind of wanted some of the rewards to be focused on like different aspects of the game and i even mentioned one of them being cards like we should have a card event um so to have the challenge um abyssal dungeons be sort of card focused for the rewards i i just think it's a good thing i i like that i agree uh i didn't get those legendary select card packs or is there a legendary one um we didn't get one in my group but you can yeah, either we're... get a random legendary card pack um or you can get a selectable legendary card pack and you, yeah, you can just imagine I like those. i saw people post i'm like wait i didn't get that if and, you get yeah, yeah, if, you, if you get a couple people who like really really need that selectable card pack i can just see that loot lottery just going like <laughs> through the moon you know it's pretty cool yeah all right the it next was, thing oh, go ahead go ahead overall it was pretty fun i enjoyed it um it'll switch up every week so that's that's interesting yeah it's definitely going to be a good thing because i think it's by the way i think we're gonna get tired of it pretty quick yeah maybe but the challenge guardians this week were kind of brutal um yeah we had it was Velganos, and then I guess he was the most brutal one. Tidalos and Velganos. Yeah, so Velganos was uh, was fun. How did uh, yours go? I guess I did it with my friend, so it took like a okay. couple, like maybe two or three tries. But I forgot how how punishing that guy is. Yeah, I yeah. used a lot of pots, unfortunately. We a, uh, well, and I found out doing that fight that you can't go back to the home base and get more pots. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So I had kind of a, a fun experience actually doing it. We did, uh, I found a party and we did like the, the three guardians. First two didn't really give us any trouble. Third one, it's like, yeah, you're like, oh man, I forgot how difficult this fight is when you're not soloing it. When you're soloing yeah. it, it's not too bad. You learn all the patterns, you learn how to move around. But like when there's other people involved and they're kind of like messing you up and messing the patterns up and like stealing your light buffs and stuff like yeah. that, you're like, oh man, this is actually a pretty challenging fight. So mine was pretty fun. I used basically like all my health potions, like through the fight, we get him like through the different phases. I'm throwing pheromones to keep him in place. And we're having a couple deaths. And then eventually we get down to, there's just me and another guy in that like red in the enraged yeah, phase. And we're fighting yeah. for a while. And we're fighting for a while. And the other guy dies and it's just me. And I'm like, Oh man, this is getting rough. And then I get all the way down to, I lose, use my last potion and he's still not dead. And I'm like, Oh man, I, I really don't want to have to read this whole fight. And I get smacked down to under 10,000 health. So I am like an absolute sliver of health left. And like, right as that health came, like right as that health was that low, I was looking at my awakening timer and it's like ticking down three, two, one. And I hit with my awakening and crit and killed him. It was like, it was super fun. It was like one of those epic moments. I mean, it's just Velganos, but I was like, Hey, that was actually pretty fun. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That was a fun time. Yeah. Okay. All right. The next thing is, this is this is a big topic now. This one, uh, this one's actually a pretty exciting thing. We can we can get into the ins and outs of it, but this is the Punica Pass. Uh, we got a free Punica Pass that takes your character all the way to thirteen oh two. Skip all of the story except for South Vern up to that point, which is huge. But most importantly, there was an additional um, event that went alongside this, and that was the Hyper Pass Express, which basically takes a character all the way to 1370 almost instantly. Yes. What are your thoughts? I loved it. I used, I created a brand new gun lancer. I punica passed it. I hyper expressed event it. I got him to 1370 in like 20 minutes. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then once you, and the, since the, the reward chest they give you for finishing the hyper express event is so good. So good. Oh my God. So good. I used most of that to get my paladin to 1430, my sword to 1400. It was ridiculous what those those books mostly most importantly those books they gave you the yeah. honing yeah, that gives you twenty percent super juiced yeah the honing books they gave you twenty percent oh it made everything so much easier yep and I appreciate what they did and I loved how easy it was to just finish the investment in like twenty minutes because every every step of the way they gave you the match to do it right and it was super easy compared to the last hyper investment where you had to do like certain missions and per it's like time gated with how many chaos dungeons and how many guardian raids you have to do? Yeah, that was stuff like that. Yes, it was. So this was I appreciated this event so much. I know a lot of people who came back to the game because of the Pinnacle Pass and yeah. the Hyper Express event yeah, and the holding back we'll get to that. So I got we got in a few people back, so that's really a good thing. And uh, people are having fun again, so that's and people are less angry about honing because exactly you know. that's the most important thing, man. 
So what does your roster look like now? You your main your, act- your gunslinger is like fourteen ninety, and then what's the rest of your roster look like? Before the express power of it, it was just um, my gunslinger at fourteen ninety plus. Right. Um, I had a paladin at thirteen before the express event uh, at about fourteen hundred. Okay. Um, I had a circle around thirteen eighty five. I had a glavier at eleven like nine sixty. Okay. And then that was it. <laughs> so I only had three. I only had four characters. Three I was actually using. One I was using for the to use do the uh, station at the stronghold. Yeah, the yeah. Staff using as the 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 garden stuff for that. Right. But once the the bus came out, I like I said, I created a new gun lancer which I love, and then I put him to he's thirteen seventy right now. Cool. I don't know how I might put him up later, but then I use since the uh, the honing bus happened with the tier two and the tier three, right. I got my glavier up to thirteen seventy. How do you feel about the Glavier? Do you like the Glavier? I like it. Um, I know it, 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 it. you don't really do that big damage, but maybe I'm just not strong enough, or maybe I don't have the right Relic set, stuff yeah. like that. But I find it fun. I like I like the Chaos Dungeons with it, because it's pretty fun to like whirlwind everything to death. Um, right now, I have, I've used it for Guardian, like for Yoho, and just the Guardian mm-hmm. Chaos Dungeons, which is fine. I enjoy it so far. Hopefully... I hope it does more damage. Like I said, I do notice the, the low damage. I love its awakening skill. It's just so yeah. fu- satisfying. Yeah. So that's one of the things I like to do on it. Okay. I love Gunlancer, though. How, I, I how love do you feel about Gunlancer? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Now. I love Gunlancer. Yeah. You can just have a shield the entire fight. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. And there's so much, it has so much stagger. Oh my, I didn't, I didn't realize until I played it that how much stagger it has. Yeah, I've been and, playing a Destroyer, and it has even more stagger than that. And you're just, it's wild how much stagger you're doing with those two classes yeah it's it's fun i enjoy it so i don't like to slow the back step because ugh. but i'll get used to it cool man yeah have have, have you you seen the gun lancer backflip it's slowest back for like five meters and then that's it (laughs) it goes backwards too. you have to turn your character around before you back step yep you want to avoid something it's it's so dumb but yeah i just i imagine doing uh vicus that second gate we're having to run between the three uh the three gates uh, i imagine that'd be, oh that's gonna be uh, an adventure on destroyer and gun and gun lancer because oh, are you slow too move so, oh, dude, yeah. Move so slow yeah yeah so uh i i kind of had a, a similar experience with getting my characters all to 1370 so my my main is is it uh 1505 now so it's 21 all the way across the board um it feels are you gonna stay, are you, are you gonna stay there so I keep going back and forth on whether I'm not. Um, the suggestion from the Korean players is is to try and get to 15:10 or even 15:15 um, by the time Brelshaza comes out, so that on week one of Brelshaza um, you can clear the first uh, four gates because it's like it's like two separate. Um, there's yeah. like it, it's three phases, and there's there's two basically fights in each phase. So if you go through the phase one and phase two, you'll have enough materials to upgrade one piece to Brelshaza gear. And then that'll take you down to like whatever, plus 12. Like if you had a plus 20 piece, it'll take you down to plus 12. And then you can upgrade that a few times. But since you only have one piece, um, you can probably get seven and a half or 10 item levels out of that kind of the first week. So you really need to be about 15, 10, 15, 12, somewhere kind of in there so that on week one, with that one Brelshaza piece, you can get all the way to 1520 to do the last two uh, two fights of Brelshaza. So I'd really like to, to, to do the whole of Brelshaza on week one. Um, I know it's super, super difficult, but yeah. I'm not even, I don't even know if I'm gonna clear the whole thing, but I just, I wanna see it all or at least push as far as I can in that first week, which means, yeah, I think I'm probably gonna go for another two, maybe three or even four upgrades um, but since we don't even have uh, Kakul Sadon announced yet, I'm not expecting Brelzaza for probably three months minimum, um, mm-hmm. maybe even like four months. So I figure if I just kind of take it slow and believe me, the upgrades, holy moly, after you hit 21, oh, yeah. the, the plus 22 upgrades and higher, the uh, they're, they're 1% upgrades. So they're 1% upgrades. You can get up to 2%. And then if you use all of the solars, you can get up to 3%. And the the requirements for for every single click are insane. I mean, it's so expensive for every click that you do. 
So it really feels bad uh, upgrading past 1505. So that's why I think even though I want to see that Braille Shaza stuff, I may actually stop at 1505 just because it's so, so, so punishing to upgrade there. But my big thing is the gold costs and the silver costs. It's, I dude. don't have enough for it. So that's why I'm leaving every. I have but, my weapon. I'm at 1492. Um, my 20, I have a 21 weapon. I would, yeah. And, and I would thought about getting to everyone's 21. Like, Maybe it's just not worth it. I think um, it's. So it, I think it right is now. worth it if you want to do because I think the first, it's the first two phases of Brelshaza are fourteen ninety, and then I believe the second two phases of Brelshaza are fifteen hundred. So it's only ten gear score, which is only four upgrades. So my understanding is that the recommendation really is to try and hit that threshold so you can do the first two phases. But again, there's no rush. I mean, we yeah, are no months rush. away from that content getting released, so. Yeah, I kind of agree with you because because there's so many things to spend gold on, especially with new characters like popping up to 1370 with the honing changes. It's like, man, I think my main can just kind of wait for a while and I'll focus on the other stuff for now. So, yeah, I'm sort of doing a similar thing. I've kind of stopped honing on my main there. And then I have um, a Berserker at uh, 1415. I just wanted to be able to do um, Vaulton. He's probably going to be my next character that I'm going to push up to 1430 so I can do Vicus on him as well. Um, but ultimately, I want to get into 1445 so that you can get, you know, relic sets. So it's kind of finding the thresholds is, is sort of like a, a an interesting uh, thing right now. Yeah. I guess really what you want to do is you want to get all of your alts to 1460. Uh, but I mean, that's obviously Excellent. like that's that's quite the endeavor to get like, you know, multiple characters up that high. And then I basically have four characters that are at 1370. I had a striker and a, a Deathblade already at 1370 before the patch. And then I used the... Um, the Hyper Express to take a Destroyer to 1370, and then my Glavier was like two upgrades away from 1370, so I got her there. And uh, so yeah, I have the roster of six characters at 1370 or higher, which um, again, like I alluded to before, it's going to be kind of interesting that um, future classes means like I'll probably drop one of these characters, um, and we can talk a little bit more about like which characters are good and which characters we're not liking so much kind of um, a little bit later, but and when we talk about kind of the future roadmap stuff, but yeah, it is something to kind of think about um, as they start giving out like more Punica passes. Are these, are the, those just going to be dead and you won't even use them on your, your account because you already have, you know, characters that are that high. It's like, uh, we are probably going to run into things like that. So I actually didn't use the Punica pass as it turns out. I just oh. used the uh, hyper express pass. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, let's move on to the next thing in the patch here. And that is the Makoko challenge. Uh, so that's like the little sprout thing. It's very similar to uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, they have like the, the the sprout thing, I guess it's called, and the Makoko challenge. I guess it gives you like a little bit of damage buff. It gives you some damage reduction. Um, and it kind of just lets other players know that you're either new or returning. Um, have you seen anybody running around with that uh, with that little yes. icon yet? I have one of my friends who came back. Uh, oh, cool. She has she was in tier two, and then she came back. So she has the sprout. It helps, especially on like support classes. It just do more damage. You mm -hmm. kill. It just helps you progress with the story a lot faster and easier, sure. which is yeah. always a good thing. Um, other than that, I haven't really noticed. Yeah, I've, it's not I've really going to affect us very much. But again, like anything that's going to help new players, um, I'm all about. Because the game, especially before the honing changes, was so punishing for a new player to get in. In fact, we we had talked about just that, um, I think it was like two podcasts ago. We were like, what is the new experience? new player experience look like right now in lost ark and it is brutal like it's so much work to get up to like the raid level um so anything that kind of helps new players and some of those t1 and t2 guardians have so much health because they got buffed in our version that anything that does more damage i'm like yes absolutely especially because some of those guardians are an absolute nightmare like mm -hmm. like not uh not yoho what's the the fire fox what is it's the fire fox i'll call it. that that one is just absolutely brutal and anything that reduces damage on that one yeah i'm like all about it i think it's a good thing yeah it's always a good thing anything that helps new players get uh catch up mechanics stuff like that it's really great um yeah so yeah the, the, the next thing in the patch notes here and we already really kind of talked about it a bunch but i'll we'll just give kind of specifics is the the honing update that we've been talking about yeah tier one and tier two now have 100 percent success on hones and you get two levels for every hone instead of one there's also a uh, like I think it's a 30% reduction in the amount of 
uh, XP needed to do yeah. your upgrades. And then the big thing as well is the cost of actually doing the upgrades as far as yeah. mats and gold was re reduced by 50%. And that just means you can fly through T1 and T2. I mean, it's like, it's crazy how fast you go through them. You can skip almost all the content, especially if you have characters that are like already high enough that they can kind of feed some mats into your alts. Like you just absolutely fly through that. And then the tier three honing buffs from 1302 up to 1370, you get 20% increased chance on all hones across the board. And then you get that same um, XP reduction and cost reduction for performing upgrades. And as we've already talked about here, we basically, there, there's almost no reason to not get your characters to 1370 at this point, yeah? Yep, yep, yep. I know a lot of people came back because of this buff. Uh, people were up. I know some people quit at tier two because the honing rates were, they yeah, just kept failing and they just got angry yeah. and they quit. Um, uh, I'm not sure if this should have been in the game a lot earlier. I think it should have. I kind of agree. Or, at the, or even at the start, but you know, that's, that's kind of. Maybe I don't know too much, but it brought I, a lot of people back and people are having more fun with the game now. So, I really think this should have come out about, uh, it should have come out when Argos was released, in my opinion, because, um, or, or a month after Argos, basically let people who, who went really hard at the game get kind of that first month on Argos. But then I really think the next patch after that should have been catching people up so they can experience that content. Um, it's great all the way around. I yeah. am super excited about it. I do know that there's one more honing patch that we will get that Korea already has. And that is basically the 1370 upgrades will go all the way to 1415. So you'll be at that next sort of dead zone. You'll be able to get kind of all of your characters up to vault in kind of for free, which again, I think is a great thing. I I'm all about it. I can't wait for that. I think that's going to be a really cool thing. Um, but yeah, there have been some interesting side effects of throwing this many 1370 characters just into the player base. Oh um, and, yeah. And yeah, it'll take forever. <laughs> one of the, yeah. So I guess the big one is that matchmaking on night Fox Yoho is a disaster currently. <laughs> it's, I, I saw, I've seen multiple people with basically no engravings in full blue equipment and they just die over and over and it just my has god it the puts abys the, the abyssal dungeons as well yeah it's all, all of it man it puts so much pressure on the other character or on the other players to like kind of um carry people yeah i have to carry these people who have not really uh, put in any effort into these 1370 characters and are just trying to get carried on like argos and and areha and and night fox yoho yeah it's been very very interesting and um the other side effect that's worth talking about is the prices on legendary accessories are back up i mean it, 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 there was a point where it's like almost not even worth um trying to sell any of the legendary accessories because they just weren't really worth anything outside of it being like a perfect like grudge something combo yeah. but now like you can actually sell accessories again and since you have so many characters at 1370, you can actually find items to sell again. And it feels pretty good. It's like, it feels like the, the gold making experience is there. But then on the flip side, you're thinking about like, well, I really want to get four by three engravings on my 1370s and that will cost you some gold. So it's, it's cool that like the, the legendary accessory market is like alive again. Like everybody's participating in it. And I, I think it's good just like overall, even if it's sometimes a headache, yeah. I think it's good for the game. I like it, but I just I just can't stand the Faeon system. It just makes me not want to spend yeah. gold or buy or buy gold on to gear my alts and stuff like that. It's just so punishing. It just doesn't make sense. It is. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. But um, I have been thinking about it quite a bit. I got um, I have all six of my characters now are four by three engravings, and yes, it cost me some gold to get Faeons to get those accessories. But then I also started thinking about it after the fact. It's like once you have those characters that are at that kind of engraving level, um, you don't really need Fions anymore at that point. It's like, yes, I'll need Fions once I switch from Legendary to Relic, Relic. gear. Um, but it's almost like that's going to be some time from now. And like I think... Amazon will give us more Fions based on like login events and, you know, event quests and rewards and stuff like that, that 
I don't think it's going to be quite so brutal. I think it is brutal right now because of the honing changes, because so many people got to 1370 so quickly and on multiple characters that it's, it's like an overwhelming amount of fiance that you need just right in this one moment. But I think this is kind of a one-time uh, pain point for a lot of people. So yes, it does suck. And I'm not defending that system. I think it's terrible. However, I do think it's not, it's not going to be something that we're just like constantly being like, man, this is still so horrible. It's like, this is kind of a one-time pain point, And I think it'll be not quite as bad moving, moving in. That's the future. fair. All right. Next thing that's on the patch notes here is new restrictions for gold buying. Now this is kind of an interesting one here. So um, I guess when you buy gold now, I mean, I, I don't buy any gold because I'm not doing that in this game. Um, but so I guess now when you buy gold, there's a three day hold before you actually get your gold um, on the, the credit card purchases for gold in the in-game store. And uh, we had a little bit of a conversation right when the patch notes landed, like, what is this and why is this here? Um, but I guess... The reason for this change is they've been having a ton of trouble with chargebacks. So yeah. people will charge for a whole boatload of gold and they'll call their credit card company and claim that it was fraudulent charges or something and get the charges reversed. And Amazon is, is then making no money for those purchases, but the player has already spent all that gold in game and... Basically, in order to combat fraud, they're putting this hold on gold purchases. But kind of an interesting interesting thing to see here, don't you think so? Yes. I I know it's to combat that, that fraud and chargeback for credit cards, but it doesn't just apply to the gold you get from from the buying credit cards. It includes like skins you buy you can't sell for three days. It's everything oh, you can buy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... I guess they don't want you to spend that 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 the gold royal crystals and buy skins and sell it. It's basically the same thing as gold, I guess. Right. So that's why it's three day on it. I don't like it, but it's I guess it's something they have to do, so people just have to get used to it. Um, yeah. I think it's dumb, but it's whatever. It's punishing the the whole community for just a few bad apples. I thought they'd have a better system for chargeback, but I guess they don't. Yeah, I, I kind uh -oh. of agree, and I, I think, uh, unfortunately, I think this pushes people towards RMTing as well because, yeah. oh, because yes. like, if you need gold right now, instead of waiting three days, you could just go be a um, G2G enjoyer and just get that gold immediately. So it's like I see why they're doing it because, obviously, the bottom line is the most important thing, and if they're getting charged back that much, they're like, screw it. We'll take a loss as long as we're sure that we're getting the money that we're getting. But yeah, kind of unfortunate, especially with like Steam being a thing and the game going through Steam. I just it feels weird. It feels like this. There's got to be a, a better a better um, way to, to manage this than that. But I mean, you know, at least things are being done and they're trying things. Um, there were also a number of other provisions there uh, based on uh, some some gold things and botting accounts things and stuff like that in the patch notes. So, you know, they are doing more things. Uh, they, they are trying to combat this problem. And uh, that kind of leads that sort of segues nicely into the next thing that I was going to say about this. And that is the bot problem is significantly better than it's basically ever been at this point. So it's like, while the gold buying hold might be kind of a weird thing, um, the evidence is uh, that whatever they're doing is working and that's fantastic. I mean, I created a post on Reddit uh, just last week, basically congratulating Amazon saying, Hey, listen, I was one of your biggest critics on how you've been handling the bot problem this uh, up to this point. I mean, anybody who's listened to the podcast has heard me just absolutely lambast them on this, but um, I put it, but basically put up a post that said, Hey, you guys seem to have fixed us West. I mean, I took a screenshot of all seven US West servers at good server health. And this was at 4 p.m. on a Saturday when I was expecting servers to just be packed full of people because a patch had just been released. Like, good on them. I mean, I'll give credit where it's due, man. Like, good on them. What They've been working on fixing this thing. I'm impressed that they've 
done it so effectively in such a short amount of time and, and kudos to them. I, I don't think I've seen hardly any bots anymore in the game. What's your experience been like? I still see a couple, maybe not like a couple bots going in here and there, but mm -hmm. it's not, it's, you don't see waves of bots anymore, yeah. like actual waves of bots. So that's good. Um, I've not had any logging issues in the past three, four months, uh, three, four weeks. Yeah, so no I've, queues, no queues no in a whole month at all. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know they banned a lot of the bots. So that's why the player counts like hovering around like 150 to 200 K now, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but at least we know they're play. Well, most of them are players, right. so that's always a good good deal. Um, I like I said, I, I I don't know what they did, but it's working. I just hope they continue doing it. So I have to give major props for that because people are calling in because people like like I said, a lot of people came back for the fact and they they noticed they don't log in queues anymore, which is one of the reasons they quit again yeah. because when the when the it was really bad for like 12k, 15k queues, yeah. they just stopped playing because they couldn't right. log in. So right, so it just I appreciate what they did, and hopefully they continue battling the bots. Yeah, I totally feel the same way. Um, kind of on the uh, the topic of servers, though, I I, I would be remiss to say uh, it's not all perfect um, because I don't know that there's a great voice right now for the EU West players, um, but the EU West data center is is a uh, an absolute mess, and uh, I feel for those players. Um, you know, I've seen some posts talking about how the servers are like almost entirely dead. They can't even complete events because there's not enough players. Uh, they can't do raids because there's not enough players to do raids. I mean, it's, it's, it's an absolute ghost town. And, you know, listen, 20 years of playing MMOs and, and playing online games, it's like I knew at the beginning of the game there were going to be a ton of people trying to play, and then people would quit eventually. And creating another data center, I don't know, was the, the right answer unless – Long term, there's a way to consolidate data centers, but unfortunately, I don't know that there really is. So I don't know what the right solution here is. I mean, I'm really uh, hoping they offer free server transfers, or I think what they really should do is basically um, merge. merge data centers, like whatever that looks like. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a tedious process, most likely, but I think at this point you just have to. I mean. We're looking at the player numbers hovering around 150, 200,000. It's like the data center can can obviously support it because it was supporting you know a million players at launch. So we, there's definitely infrastructure in place to handle that many players, especially with all the bots being gone. I think it's time to merge the data centers to do together in in Europe. And and actually, if I'm honest, a? Um, a? yeah, I, I think and. I think because it's not just NA that's split between two data centers, but EU and NA are split between two data centers. I think if they consolidate one, it makes sense to consolidate the other. And I think that would be great for the game as well. Um, I mean, I, I, there's, you know, people that I want to play with that play on NA East and I can't play with them. And if you merge everything together, I mean, I just think that's, that would just be the coolest, coolest thing is to make it one data center. But uh, I yeah, agree. I, it also gives more people, they have to fix the party finder system first, but other yeah. than that, after that, I think more having more people to play in faster queues, faster not not faster queues, like yeah, faster queues into into like party finder, duty finder, whatever you want to call it. Better economy too. Game. Think about more Better. accessories on the marketplace when you when you have everybody in using one marketplace together. Exactly. So yeah, I I I want a server merch so I can play with my friends in the NA East. So I mean that's just something I want, but also the the numbers to have more people make it feel more more alive. Yeah, more like an it. MMO. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it'd be cool too because I heard a couple of people talking about like, well, what about the names of my characters and stuff like that? And I was like, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. You, you just, you just transfer the server between the data centers. Everybody would keep their names. Everybody would keep their progress, their rosters, their guilds, everything. It's just that the server would be on a different data center, so that when you go to Party Finder and when you use the auction house, it's just a bigger pool of players to play with. So, uh, I, I think they what, like, what if you join a raid with this guy with the same name? I think they would have to do something with a name change. Whoever gets, whoever made it first, gets to keep it, and someone has to change it, stuff like that. But I get it. But there are some, there will be some problems. But yeah, I feel like something they got to do eventually. Yeah, I think so too. All right, the next thing that we can talk about here is the uh, jukebox that was added to the stronghold. Uh, ha have you checked that out at all yet? I did the quest for it, and then I never touched it again. Okay. <laughs> I don't find this music in this game memorable at all. And I just couldn't disagree with you more. I just absolutely love the music in this game. 
Um, I think it's fantastic. Um, I'm super what I'm excited for the jukebox. I don't, Man, I love it. I don't, I, think... I don't even know. I've done Vicus and Rotten so many times. I don't remember what music. If I, if you play the music right now, I wouldn't recognize it. Oh, man. I feel exactly the opposite. I, I totally know the music for both of those raids. I think it's great music. I think it's cool that I can play it at my stronghold. It's something else to collect. You go around the world, you know, finding all of the songs that you can play in your stronghold. And I, I love it. I think it's so cool. I, I, I'm super excited for future stronghold changes where you can like just more community stuff with getting players in strongholds and then being able to control the music and play music in there for everybody. I, I, it's awesome. I love it. It's so strange. We're both music, big music people. And we, like Chrono Trigger is one of my favorite soundtracks of, of all time. Well, I mean, it's the greatest um, game of all time. So, okay. I know. I know. I, I'll go one and two with, with Final Fantasy Tactics or six, but you know, well, yeah, that's Apple and Orange. Okay. Um, but I just feel like the music in this game just doesn't doesn't stick with me. I played, you know, how I play Final Fantasy Forty. I I can know every 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 extreme raid trial, all the music in every fight. If you play it right now, I can name the trial and who's you're fighting him. But this game, I I just don't feel it because everything so maybe fourteen so like all the tracks are so unique. That I they make am I am almost but. entirely the opposite. I could not tell you any music in Final Fantasy XIV for which trial it is, except for one, and it's the fight in uh, Stormblood where you fight. It's it's like a it's like a very Indian theme. You know which one I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. That, uh, what's her name? Lakshmi, 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 Lakshmi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fight has incredibly unique music. It's super good too. I'm not saying it's not bad or it's not good. It's incredible soundtrack. That's a that's an amazing fight. Very cool. But for me, it's sort of generic Final Fantasy music. I don't think the tracks are like distinguishable for me. Um, I disagree. But, but uh, man, I think the music in Lost Ark is 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 as good as the Final Fantasy 14 music. I'm not gonna say it's better, but I think it's very very good. I, I love the music in this game. Like I said, I couldn't tell you any music in this game. <laughs> that's fair. All right, the next thing to talk about. We finally have booba skins. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Okay, so oh real God, quick, real quick before you get into it, because I'm going to let you take the floor on this one, because you are a major, major coomer. But um, the first <laughs> the first thing to be said is there are two sets that got added, not just one set. One three. of the sets is three sets, three, three sets. The One of the sets from, the, from last year's Korea... Uh, summer skins are dyeable, which is huge. I wish they were all dyeable, but the older ones aren't. However, that newer set is dyeable, which is big. And we got multiple sets. Super cool. I have not bought a single one. But Kyoma, talk to me about the Booba skins. I spent about $150 on the real pickles, uh, <laughs> Let's go. Let's on go. So I bought, okay, so I bought the, yeah, the new skins from my main, which is the Gunslinger. Um, yeah. And I dyed it. It looks great. Um, awesome. I bought a skin for the older, the older skins, the lover skins, I think, mm -hmm. for my what, might be the youth one for my glavier. Right. I, I just wanted it on, on a martial artist because it looks really good on martial artists. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I know and your I gun lancer a, is in a bathing suit too. My paladin is in is in a speedo. Oh, okay, gotcha. In with a, a dolphin okay. with, a, with, a, with a dolphin sword. It's <laughs> yes. hilarious. Um, I love I love that skin. I don't know what, it's so good. Um, and then I bought two extra skins just to have to sell in the future if I need gold, some like gold stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully it'll go up in price. Right now I think it's like 15k, 14k to buy That's it pretty good. straight up for gold. Um, but I'm gonna hold it for a while. But yeah, they were they're so good too. The dye colors in the main ones you can dye. There there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, yeah. All those dyes look awesome. There's five different skins in that you could pick from. Um, so it gives you choice. The older skins will look good too, so I have some of those if I wanted to buy them. But yeah, I spent a couple, a hundred fifty bucks worth of royal crystals in the past. I love week. it. I have seen so many players running around with those skins. I mean, I love it. Like even if even if it's not something that I'm particularly like super excited about, I've said multiple times. Anytime they add new skins, I'm always about it. I'm always excited for it. I love when other players are super excited for adding skins. The more people that 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 want to have those skins, the better I think. It's fantastic. I love it. I'm thinking about I might pick up um one of the sets for like one of my characters just buying off the auction house like using gold to do it. But I love the, it. I, I think it's fantastic. The uh one other thing, uh the new background they give you for the for the big expensive pack is really yeah. nice. Yeah, that um, one's super cool. That beach thing. Set. Yeah, that's cool. It also makes your characters the female characters like um 
they lay down on the thing and they just show off stuff. So oh yeah, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with that. Yeah, Coomers rejoice for yeah, sure. Rejoice. For sure. I like it. I love it. But, yeah, I'm we're going to still... Speedo on my paladin. I'm, I'm both sexes. So Speedo on my paladin is hilarious. I love with it. The black, with, the, with the pixel shades you got from the Twitch drops. Yep, yep. And the dolphin sword. It looks so fun. Love it. <laughs> love it. Always more fan of more skins. All right. Another thing to purchase with this uh, with this new patch is the purchasable power passes. So you can buy a uh, power pass, and this is for new accounts too, where you can buy a power pass that can take you all the way up to Punica on your first character ever playing the game. And it is very expensive though. It is very expensive, about 50 bucks. But then if you kind of think about it in the way of like a triple A priced game is, you know, 60, 50, 60, $70 at this point, basically what you're doing is you're, you're buying a character that that's, um, that combined with the hyper express pass, you can basically download the game, put in 50 bucks and you have a character at 1370. So, um, sure. you'll be able to hop in with your friends and do Argos, do a Reha hard mode, you know, It'd be a, a short distance from that first uh, Legion raid just by hopping in and spending 50 bucks. Now, I agree it's expensive, it maybe too expensive. I'm not trying to defend the pricing at all. But what I am going to defend is I love that that is in the game. I love that there is a Punica pass that's in the game for free right now. I love that there's a Hyper Express that takes you to 1370. I love that they just gave us a boatload of honing changes. I love that they gave us purchasable power passes. All of these things are great and giving options for new players to get into the game and get pushed up to where they can play with their friends. Maybe yes. it's too expensive, yes, but I love seeing this in the game. I think it's a huge thing. I think it probably should have even been in the game sooner, but I think it's fantastic. I'm all about it. I agree, yeah. Um, sure, I think it's like $55, something like that. It's like yeah. 5,500 Royal Crystals. Yeah, but you can also do, like, you could go to Phaeton, if you want to save a few bucks and then do the end of that, or, you know, even with the honing changes at this point, like you really could probably just fly through tier one and tier two at this point on a new True. account. I mean, I haven't tried it yet, but I can't imagine you would do anything but just zoom through it. So at least there's yeah. an option uh, though. At least there's at an least option. There's, at least there's an option and people who want a new character can spend $55 to get an alt up to that quick if yep. they want. To. Right. Uh, so that's always an option, like a silver, slow pink slave. Um, yeah. Right always an option <laughs> get the silver there from there which you need a lot of just because you're owning everybody but yes all right so that's pretty much all of the patch notes here there were a couple quality of life changes in there as well but for the most part those are all of the features of the patch and i kind of the other thing i kind of wanted to talk about a little bit here is since this patch and getting all these characters to 1370 and maybe you've already touched on it a little bit but i kind of want to dig into it a little bit more I feel like you really get to play the character kind of how you want to be playing the character. When you get them to 1370, you start gearing them out in those legendary um, accessories. So are there any classes that have really jumped out to you? or like, wow, this is way more fun than I thought it was going to be. It sounds like Gunlancer. But are there any classes where you're like, man, this, it turns out I'm just not really a huge fan of this class the more that I play it. See, I'm the opposite with you for gun for Glavier. I I enjoy it, but I haven't done any like hard hard content with it. I assume because okay. it's all like back attack, right? So that's something you have to get used to. Like every all their attacks are back attacks, so um, that's something. But I really, like I said, I really enjoy Gun Lancer. I want to be the Chad Lancer who doesn't care about mechanics, just shields everything. Yeah, I want to be one of those guys. So my experience has been uh, the, the two classes that I got to 1370, I already had Striker and Deathblade there, and I love both of those classes. I think they're so, so fun to play. Um, and then Glavier, man, I can't stand it. It's just, I guess it's not for me. Did you go Control or Pinnacle on, uh, I went on your... Pinnacle. Yeah, I went Pinnacle too, and I, I thought, I, I kind of feel like on most classes, your specialization... Um, gauge really is supposed to deliver like a, a, a like a knockout punch. It's supposed to be a big thing. You land that big surge. It's like huge damage. You, you know, my shadow hunter goes into demon form. Um, my berserker, if you're if you're going berserker's technique, you get you know the 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 berserk mode. It's like it feels like a, a big thing that that allows you to just like have a huge payoff. And I feel like Glavier. It's like I almost feel like my character is weaker when I switch over to those red skills. And it's like you have two attacks that are decent 
And then you're just sitting there like, okay, well, let me get back to my blue skills. And you switch over your blue skills. It's like I'm swapping stances so quickly. I can't see the cooldown timers from the other skills. So sometimes I swap too early or I don't know if I'm swapping too late because I can't see the timers. My damage feels terrible, even with four by three accessories. The, the class feels clunky to me. I just, man, it's, I'm finding it is not the class for me. And when Scouter gets released, I am most likely dropping Glavier for the Scouter. You know what class you switch stances a lot and it doesn't really affect your damage? Gunslinger. I'm, I'm assuming Gunslinger. <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of used to it. Um, yeah, that's fair. So I don't mind it that much. It's just another stance with more skills. So yeah. that's to me. I but, thought I was going to like it because you got all those additional skills. And I was like, man, this is going to feel good. But yeah, you only, I don't, you only use it. I don't feel like it. I, I like. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like I'm landing like a big impactful skill kind of ever on that class. You don't like the charged lance that you throw? That's, eh, that was pretty cool. It's like, it's, it's all right. It does pretty, it's, it's like her highest damaging skill, but it doesn't feel as good as landing like a perfect swing or a mm. full swing or whatever the hell it's called, which leads me to destroyer sure. is awesome. It is such a shame that the uh, the whole Phaeton power pass with people using it on, you know, a main character and losing that power pass and stuff happened. What was it? Uh, two months ago now or something like that. But I uh, I used mine on a destroyer and I got my destroyer now all the way up to 1370. And this class is a blast to play, man. It is so both fun. It's like, and, it's like a combination a little bit. Engine? What's that? And Chaos Dungeon and Raids? Oh, yeah. Chaos Dungeons Chaos Dungeons are, are fine on any class, I kind of feel like. I really like the Guardians and Raids is kind of where I, I really base, like, the fun of a class on. And Destroyer is so fun. I mean, it's it's sort of similar to Gunlancer, too, where you're, like, in the face of the boss. And your big skills are shielding you so that you can take – you can basically take hits from the boss – um, it, it's like intended that you take hits from the boss, but the stagger is like out of this world ridiculous. Taunt is awesome for skipping a mechanic. And then you charge up the biggest, most impactful hits, like maybe in the entire game with the destroyer and the damage reflects those hits. It's so satisfying to play. Yes, you move around incredibly slow. I mean, there's no doubt about it as it sounds like gun Lancer is very similar. But when you land those big hits on Destroyer, it feels so good, man. I love the class. It's become one of my favorite classes. I'm excited to gear it out and continue playing it. It's awesome. I'll eventually try it. Maybe I'll try it. I don't know. I don't I have I'm saving my sixth slot for like, I don't know. I don't know. Reaper maybe. Well, that's a perfect segue. Aeromancer. That's a perfect segue into the last thing I wanted to talk about. So we'll just go straight into it. What are you going to do kind of with future classes moving forward? So I think a lot of people are, are sort of filling out their roster right now, but it doesn't feel like you need more than six characters ever in this game. So are you saving another slot or two slots for a future class? Like what future class are you really excited for? I think I am going to save it for the future class. Um, Reaper or Scattered looks fun. Looks, I like I like the whole futuristic um, robot tech yeah. thing they, they were going with. Um, Reaper looks fun. I I don't know if it's, I, I've, I've seen some people play it. Summer, it uh, depends on how good it does. I do like pet classes sometimes. Okay. So I don't if it does good damage and it's fun, I might try that. I don't think I'm gonna get another support, so artist doesn't really do it for me. I have Paladin at fourteen thirty now, and I've done Vikings on it. That was super fun. And the Aeromancer, I think the newest class in, in Korea was Aeromancer. Right. That looks really fun, and I want to play that. Yeah, I think that looks but, cool, too, but, but I, I already know we're, we're so far out on that character that I'm not really even – it's not really even on my radar right now. Um, yeah, I, I'm also not super interested in Artist. I already have a support, and I'm not even really a huge fan of playing support in this game, and Artist just really doesn't do it for me. Uh, so it kind of comes down to um, – when I, when I drop that Glavier, it's either Summoner, which does nothing for me. So it kind of comes down to Reaper and Scouter. I think both classes look super fun from what I've seen. I want to play them both to kind of like gauge how much I like them. But I think mostly I'm leaning towards Scouter just because I love the Iron Man spec. What's up, Arca? I love the okay. Iron Man spec and the idea behind it. I think it's got some really flashy, cool uh, skills. So I definitely am excited to, to check that out in the future. But yeah. Maybe or whenever that comes out it looks so fun. I watch watching Azil's play it. 
Uh, so speaking of things to come, I think the last thing that I wanted to touch on here before we go is um, we are a week away from August and uh, we don't have a roadmap yet. So I think maybe this week, but most likely next week, I'm expecting the next roadmap to pop out for the game. And I'll be honest, from what I know about Lost Ark and knew about Lost Ark kind of around release and watching um, streamers play and stuff, um, up to this point, I sort of knew what we were getting. Um, and then we are kind of at the point where I'm not really even sure what comes next. I know that Elgatia comes eventually, but that's not going to be for a while. That's like the, the end of the, kind of the current story. And then I do know that we have Kakul Sadon and we have Brelshaza raids coming in the future. And then obviously the uh, the hell modes for for Vicus and for uh, Kakul Sadon will be coming as well. But outside of that, I'm not really sure what, what's going to be on the roadmap here. But um, I kind of want to get your thoughts. What do you think is coming soon? I, I think we'll probably see a Kakul Sadon announcement, not for August, but probably for September is, is kind of my thinking. Definitely September. I don't think they do it right, right a month after. Yeah. Well, I guess I, when Vicus came out, it was like early July, right? Yeah, that's true. It was... Um, about a month ago, I think. Yeah, I think about a month I ago. I think they want to give people time to catch up to like hard months and stuff. Yeah, I, I think, think so it'll too. come out in September and then maybe Brashaz in like December. And uh, so my hope then, is maybe an announcement of uh, a roadmap for getting us caught up to Korea. I had to say, I, mean, I couldn't go are, the whole we, podcast. We are going saying. really fast, in my opinion. I'm not I sure agree. how fast we got there, but we are going really We're flying. Fast. We're flying. I'm hoping to see Brel Shaza probably October, maybe November before the end of the year. I'm hoping before the end of the year, we'll see Brel Shaza. Um, and that's going to be, that's going to be big. Cause that'll get us to ancient gear. And then once we get to ancient gear, you know, we'll get to, um, we'll get to the, the, the high end gear scores will be 1600. will be kind of the cap there. The soft cap will be about 1600. Isn't, isn't and that'll be 15, where Korea 60, is. The, isn't 1560 the highest and highest like raid requirement in Korea right now? The highest raid requirement is either 1560 or 1580. I think the the new, I think it's the Akan raid that's coming is going to be yeah. 1580. Okay. So I think so, yeah. the current cap is 1560. 1560. I think that's right. Which not yeah we're not too far from that. So maybe we'll catch up fast sooner than later. So hopefully I mean. Yeah, and it is interesting too that in the Korean side to to just hop over there just for one minute here before we before we uh, before we go is um, obviously the the main story sort of uh, finishes with the Algacia storyline and uh, yeah we have the Akon raid coming here with like a fifteen eighty requirement and it does make you wonder sort of what is the next thing going to be because. Um, I'm assuming that at some point here in the not too distant future, we're going to have an announcement of like some new gear tier that's going to take us into the 16, maybe even 1700 gear score. Um, I'm expecting, you know, Thaymine is, is the last uh, Legion raid after a con uh, I'm assuming because he's the last uh, yeah. uh, guardian or, or whatever they're called. Legion, Legion general, Legion general. He's the last Legion general. Um, and the storyline is completed. So I'm kind of expecting here um, with Loa on uh, in the fall or winter, whenever it is, I'm assuming that's going to be when they're going to announce kind of the, the next major, major um, roadmap and, and, and piece of, of Lost Ark moving forward. And man, I'm just hopeful that they mention NA Global at some point in that Loa on when it happens. Yeah, I mean, excited. Uh, there are I think it's gonna be instead of darkness raids, it's gonna be lightning raids. So you want to be the yeah. so that's why they people want you people want, want the the, uh, card, the Legion card. Guardian set or mm -hmm. Legion. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, I'm not 100% invested in the story, which is which is fine. But yeah, maybe they'll add more. They do. I know the story in Korea is cutting close, and what's gonna happen afterwards is gonna be interesting. Like, what are they gonna do? They're gonna, gonna go to a new world. That's kind like, of what I'm thinking is maybe the, the, the next stepping stone, like uh, Final Fantasy 14 with the Shadowbringers expansion, where we kind of went into like a, an alternate world. Um, I can see Lost Ark doing something like that, where we'll be sailing in new seas to new continents and new islands. islands yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if we saw a massive sort of almost like an expansion. Expansion, yeah. Yeah, almost like an expansion like, to Lost Ark. never had that, right? They just kept updating the same they, base game. Right, right exactly so. right. I mean, they have, they have seasons, right? There was like season one, and then we're currently in season two. And season two is where they like really revamped the game and like tier three was a thing. 
and they've been in tier three for like years now and and yeah. kind of the uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there was like a season three coming with like a new continent and you know um new gear and like all, all that kind of almost like we said like almost like an expansion so i think that'll that's likely going to be announced later this year or at least i'm hopeful that something like that is announced later this year yeah but yeah all right so um i think we're about at our time here uh, is there anything else that you wanted to say here before we go I had something early, but I it's, I lost it. So no, I'm good. <laughs> save good it for uh, save it for next time. <laughs> All right. So hopefully we have a new roadmap to talk about next time. Um, we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks here, and I hope you guys are all enjoying Lost Ark. Uh, Kiyoma, where can people find you? You can find me at twitch.tv slash koryu87. I sh- most I stream random shit. Um, <laughs> uh, mostly Pokemon. Some like I only stream it because I wanted my run to be recorded. It's Pokemon Kaizo. I don't think you. I've tried to explain it to you, but yeah, it's fun. Uh, I'm waiting for the 6.2 patch for Final Fantasy because that's yeah. gonna be a big one. Um, new raids, new story, everything. So I'll cool. probably stream a little bit of that, hopefully. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I play Valorant. I stream Valorant sometimes, but not really. Right on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can find me over uh, at Twitch at CyrusTheGreat99. I've been streaming a little bit of Call of Duty Warzone lately. Play that with my girlfriend still. Um, super excited about Warzone 2 coming out. I'll probably be streaming that a lot at that point. Oh, really? Um, I didn't even hear about that. Oh, yeah. Warzone 2 comes out uh, in December, I think. November, December. Oh, so that'll be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'll probably start streaming a little more Lost Ark, especially once I start doing uh, Hell Mode Prog. I definitely want to be streaming when I'm doing Hell Mode Prog then. So as, as soon as I get into that, I'll probably be streaming more there. And then obviously uh, the uh, Lost Ark podcast uh, can be found on YouTube at uh, Cyrus the Great. Just search for that or search for Lost Arguments and it'll pop up and you can see all the latest episodes. So if you are uh, listening to this podcast, just know that there is a video version over on YouTube. You can watch our beautiful faces as we talk about Lost Ark. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget all the podcasts are made available anywhere you can find podcasts if you want to listen in the car at the gym or something like that. So that's going to do it for us. And we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks, guys. Have a good Peace. Day. Have a good one. Peace.